Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, y'all? This is Shaquille Bird, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sportscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, A.J. Thank you. Dawson, my boy, your boy, everybody's boy. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And wait a second. I got one good for you loaded up, okay? I got one loaded up for you. And below me, he is Mr. One Vote. He is the dad of the show. We all look up to him for advice. He is the man, my best friend in the whole entire world. Not your best friend, my best friend. He is Aaron Mukes. What's up, guys? It's a beautiful March 13th day. I met my wife six years ago, or I I started dating my wife six years ago. We're going. Well, I thought that was going somewhere else when you when you paused. You said, "Well, actually, I uh, yeah, met my math. wife six. Years. <laughs> going somewhere I had else. Add it up. I had it added up. I did. Honestly, yeah. I was like making my little cute little post for her last night, and I was like, "It's six years, right? It's six years, right? I'm I'm terror. I have the worst memory, but I got it yeah. right." I got it right. Nah, it was perfect though because she didn't know either. Like when we when we were on the phone the other day, and she's like, "It was the other what 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 year was it?" She was right there with you. I was like, "You guys are perfect." Neither That's the thing. Know. We're both we're <laughs> both we're both terrible people. But it's not about me tonight. It's not about you guys either. It's about the playoffs, baby. It's about the NHL playoffs. playoffs. I'm excited. I guess I do have an obligation to ask the both of you how you're doing today, AJ. How are you, sir? Me first. You, you. Wow. I gotta say, you you made up you made up for yesterday's little opening here, where you hurt my feelings. You put me in the guest spot, like I wasn't like here from before day one. Like I didn't create day one. You know, you, you made up for it. So I thank you for that. I'm doing good today. Thursday, I'm vibing. I'm well rested because my lazy ass slept all day by accident. But which means I'm bringing the heat. I'm bringing the energy. It's gonna be a good show. I'm gonna attempt to talk hockey and make people think I know what I'm talking about. Let's see if I can do it. Yeah. So I actually little spoiler alert here. I uh, I tried to re- I reached out to a lot of my old uh, my old shows audience before the show, trying to get them in here involved here. And I told them I was like. Please excuse my co-hosts as they are basketball wow. guys and they're trying their best to get into hockey. So if you guys are in here from if you guys have seen me on the old show, this is the new show and this is where it's at. Aaron, what's up with you, buddy? How are you? Why also why are you wearing a Marlin shirt? Well, I, no, first listen, don't try to just skim over what had the disrespect <laughs> you just gave to AJ and I. <laughs> Like, I was ready to come on here and do my best to attempt to talk hockey, talk about the playoffs, and then the first thing I get is, well, I reached out to my guys and I let them know that you guys don't really have a clue what the hell you're talking about, but you're going to try. Honestly, hey, I did you guys a favor because I set the bar really low 
and you guys are just going to blow right through it because you guys are amazing people that you no. are. Your built-in excuse makes them go, mm, I don't know yeah. if I want to watch a bunch of tryhards talk hockey and screw up the sport that I love. So, you know, Aaron, I think every time he asks us a question about hockey, we should just start talking about the NBA playoffs. Uh, hey, <laughs> not a bad idea. I mean, look, I got I got my Knicks hat on. I got my Marlins shirt on. Yeah, how and is we're this, talking hockey? What is this math here? Like, how does this hey, check? What, what? Look, let's let's be real. I am a man of all sports, okay? okay? And I want the world, I want the rough cut people to know that we don't just talk football. We talk hockey, which we're talking tonight. We talk baseball and we talk basketball. And we can do it all at any given moment. Just keeping them on edge, okay? So you have to come in and, and check us out. And thank you, Beth. Uh, we appreciate the support. Maybe we'll give you a Vinny spot next time. Yeah, I mean, and we, and, we, and we appreciate that Paramount Plus because both AJ and I have been watching the shit out <laughs> yeah. of that. Really. Yeah, they they live on they live on that Par Paramount Plus. Right. Trust me, they they mention right. it every show. So Wait, dude, let's appreciate it's, it. it's, it's the, the best. best. It it really is. It really is. And if you haven't noticed already, we love pulling up comments here. We are a fully interactive show. We want everyone joining in the conversation. We're going to be talking playoffs all night long, previewing the matchups in round one. Very excited for it. AJ, I'm going to give you your time to shine here. Can you load up those beautiful – what, what's another word for hands or palms? Is there – Oh, palms. Phalanges? I went fingers. I went fingers. Yeah, I was going to say that's uh, No, I'm going to just go with – hands man i think you're overthinking it like okay. Gonna, okay. okay i'm gonna go with hands I, i'm hands palms the other side of the <laughs> nope not going there either okay let's let's make that happen <laughs> aj tell everyone where they can follow us at well first and foremost if you are not with us on twitter yet what are you doing head over to rough cut underscore sports hit that follow and tell everybody about it retweet quotes we love hearts so on and so forth facebook at rough cut sports on instagram at the rough cut sportscast shout out to those on youtube watching and supporting the show while you're there hit that subscribe button hit that notification at rough cut sportscast and tell everybody who everybody and of course we are brought to you mike by half sports collective mike jones sorry who? that's it what can can one of you guys uh uh, say the number, Mike Jones. Two eight one fifty oh eight zero zero four. Call Mike oh, Jones up on the low. Mike Jones about to blow. Oh, look at this! I I now know what songs we're gonna get into at the end of the night. Okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> we're brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. Check them out, halftimesportscollectibles.com And shout out to the guys who help make this show run and make it possible. Belly Up Sports Network. We are happy to be a part of a great network that is the Belly up sports network shout out to those guys over there oh boy oh boy oh boy that's been your thing recently what <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i mean if i i literally i think i can go back a solid six straight episodes and at some point you're just oh boy honestly oh honestly boy, if, oh boy if, if gus was in here if gus was in here he would call out what that actually is that is me just throwing in filler words trying to figure out how i want to steer the ship to the next part of our show that's just that, me being a shitty that is true after. that 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 <laughs> is true I'll, I'll interrupt you maybe to give you some time to think if i keep looking this way um, anytime after 9 p.m eastern time it's just because we are keeping our eye on the avalanche game uh, as they try to clinch the West, you know, the Western Conference. Right. So Aaron, yeah, it, 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 take it, over St. Louis right now. Yeah. Why, yeah. So why are we watching? Why are we watching this game? Why are we watching it so closely? 
Well, we are watching it because right now the Avalanche are looking to be the number one seed, and they have a chance to do that. They've actually beaten the Kings three of their last four games they've played. Um, you know, they've played them a lot lately. So I think it should be fairly simple for them to get by that. But as AJ talked pre-show, they are, what did you call it, between the nets? Um, what do you call it? Between the posts? Between the pipes. Between the, between pipes. the pipes. That's the between that's the, the hockey terminology we're looking for. Yeah. They have a backup. Yeah, their, their backup goalkeeper is uh, is – between the pipes that just sounds a little weird but um, goal goaltender goaltender goalkeeper goal whatever he's got to stop that little black puck from getting in the net and he's a backup so we're keeping our eye on it there it is there it is that's that's what i wanted to uh that's what i wanted to get out there you guys are getting really you guys are fantastic like i love this I love I'm this. telling you, man, I'm hyped for when both of these leagues playoffs are going just hockey one day, basketball the other day, fun against Friday the other day. Oh, man, it's it's about to get lit. So let me ask you this then. Let's let's kind of get right into it here. What are you excited? What like what are you looking forward to most in the NHL playoffs? Me? Yeah, you, the one who's very excited Listen, about everything. So, so this is fun for you. So if you guys remember when we were talking baseball, what I tell you, if the first game went extra innings, I wasn't watching baseball anymore. I feel the complete opposite way about hockey. Like if these games are going into overtime, I'm excited. Like hockey going into overtime, the last minute of hockey, and you got a team in there in the offensive zone taking shots at the at the goal and making that beautiful ring off the top of the pipe. Oh. Like I'm there for it. Like I remember watching Vegas in Colorado the other night. And uh, oh my God, Colorado Vegas put on like six shots at the last minute of the game and could not get anything to go. The defense was hyped up, and that's tenfold in the playoffs. So I, I'm I'm I enjoy playoff hockey. The intensity is different. I mean, think about last year when you watched uh, the Lightning in Dallas go. What was it like eight, like eight extra innings? Over, I think like, it was five extra innings in one game. It was nuts. They played a bunch. Put it that way. It was it, it was it was a lot the stats at the end of those games were just absolutely unreal. Like, it's just like, what, what is happening? Like what words cannot describe how, and how tired we're, we've all played sports before. We all know that it is very tiring out there. How tired these guys are this late Added. in the game. Aaron, what are you looking forward to most? I, I've got, I've, I feel like I've talked a lot to AJ about like his, where he's at with playoffs and hockey and things like, what do you look forward to most when it comes to playoff hockey? I, as much as I've watched hockey, it's usually in the playoffs. And part of the reason is, is the competition just, it goes up another level. We, AJ and I talk about in the NBA, that regular season's kind of, you don't want to coast by, but the, the energy and the excitement just, it, it's amped up a little bit once they get to the playoffs. I am all for skating up and down the ice for, you know, 60 minutes and it'd be a two to one, you know, or a, even a one one. Like, I, I just feel like those, it's different than those, those sports like soccer, when you get into a low scoring game, it can be kind of boring. It seems like it's dragging on, but there's like nonstop entertainment. And then there's such good, you know, goal. What do you call it? goal tending? There you go. <laughs> such good goal tending go. in the playoffs. And that's usually, I equate it to the baseball equivalent of pitchers. When you have a hot goaltender, usually those are the teams that can get very far. So I look forward to those teams that get hot at the right time. The cold goaltenders get hot, but I'm honestly excited when I was, I did my research. I was listening to some podcasts earlier, but you know, Ooh. the hockey thing, I did a Vinny. And they, the reason I was so excited about the avalanche was because number one, they were trying to clinch tonight, but I started listening to a lot of people talk about them and you know, they're, they're, they're a high scoring team. 
They score a lot, but they're also a really good defensive team. And I, I believe they're top three in both uh goals for and goals against so um, I'm really looking forward to the good goaltenders in the playoffs and then hopefully the atmosphere can come back somewhat um, I know it's not the same as when you got sold out arenas and that glass is shaking and all and all that stuff but I, I like that atmosphere I think that's the hockey atmosphere people want to get um, so I'm excited about those things yeah it'll, hey, it'll... You, don't have to, you don't have to go into detail you don't have to go into detail because I'm sure we will later in the show but I'm just going to ask you off rip is the Stanley Cup champion coming out of the West Division? Uh, it it feels different over there, man. It feels different over there. Can I answer it for him? Sure. The answer is yes. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have said that. I probably wouldn't have said that a month ago. Mm. I, but I, I say will, yes this year. I will say I have been very high on um Vegas. That's who the team I've kind of been riding all season long. I love what Vegas has there. I think if I had to give an answer, <laughs> I think I would go, I would go. Yes. Just because of I I'm, I'm a firm believer in Vegas and what they're doing, but I've talked to you about this before AJ, what the Tampa mm -hmm. Bay lightning have done quietly, <laughs> disrespectfully snake-like some may say snake like your mouth. <laughs> what they have Watch done in the past few weeks has been nothing short of snake-like, but very smart. So what everyone, what I'm kind of referring to is the Money Tampa Bay Lightning have two star players on their team, one by the name of Steven Stamkos, one by the name of Nikita Kucherov. Kucherov has not played all season long because he was on long-term injured reserve. And what that means is he does not count towards your salary cap during the regular season, so you can do whatever the hell you want with his, with that money, and the Tampa Bay Lightning did so. And then when the playoffs come around, salary cap means nothing, so you can be over the salary cap and that be completely fine. Then Steven Stamkos gets injured, and they're like, okay, let's rest him too. So now... This Tampa Bay Lightning are heading to the Stanley Cup final, the Stanley Cup playoffs with two of their star players well rested, locked and loaded, and still a team full of talent aside from them. So, so y'all, so y'all cheating over there in Florida. Is that Ain't what you're nobody saying? cheating first. Off. So, so that's what y'all uh, do in Florida is cheating. Vinny, huh? Vinny, what was the word you used that you Snakes. said it was? No, no, no. Well before it starts with an L. I think it was Cheaters. Uh, liars. Legal. Oh, it was legal to do this. <laughs> Okay, so legal first cheaters. Off, first off, blame the NHL. Like all of a sudden in the playoffs, your salary cap doesn't matter. When it matters most, it doesn't matter. That's dumb as hell, number one. Number two, if the dude was injured, he was injured. What do you want from him? Like, oh, well, sorry, because you couldn't play the regular season. You can't play the playoffs. You see this in every other sport, too. Why can't it happen here? The Stamkos thing. Oh, now I mean, we're taking rest day. Now we're taking hockey. load management in hockey now? Is that what we're about talking about? time. It's smart <laughs> to protect your investments and protect that moolah. I'm all about it. Hey, it, it, and I'm still, worried about it though, man. I'm worried about it. Do you, Not okay, the so I, part. I'm worried about the Stamkos part of it. So can I ask, can I ask a question? Like, does that as a hockey player, Vinny, does that lay off of not playing all year? Does, how is that going to impact rhythm and coming back on the ice? Is that going to impact the team's chemistry? Cause it, I know it, in the NBA, we talk about that a lot. It, it does. It does for a lot of players, but when you're a guy like Steven Stamkos and you're a guy like Nikita Kucherov, it's a little different because you're automatically so good. And I, I, I believe I saw, I can't remember who it was on. Um, I think it was like Ross Colton. He's a player for the Tampa Bay lightning. Uh, he was on NHL network uh, on Sirius XM today. And he brought up the fact that Kucherov and Stamkos have been practicing with the team 
and he was just talking about how great they look and how great it is to have them back in the locker room. And with these guys, I mean, with, with players that are not on the star level, like Kucherov and Stamkos, it might be a little different, but with, with Stamkos and Kucherov coming back, it's just like they never left. And, and AJ, you brought up Steven Stamkos and and your kind of concern with him. I would be too. I would be too a little bit with his health, but I would also be kind of okay because you're a great team with or without Steven Stamkos. And you proved it last season without him. And it's not a knock on Steven Stamkos or uh, or being mean, but it is what the the concern comes from, you know, he's a captain. He's a longtime member. The concern comes from forcing him into too, too much time on the ice. I mean, right. He's averaged about 18 minutes a game before the season, you know, before he got hurt and went out. And with Kucherov coming back out, I'm just – I'm worried that they're going to force some lines that they don't have to. That, and then uh, Beth, Beth says that Stammer's going to come in, play 30 seconds, and going to be hurt. <laughs> Guess what? Last time he did that, he scored a goal, so I'll take it. I'm okay yeah. with that. He played one <laughs> shift. One shift, scored a goal, and said, well, that's it. I'm going to get my name on the cup and go party like I just did everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, it's it, the interesting part about it, though. I think is the stamp or is the Kucherov thing. I think with Nikita Kucherov coming back, I think it's one of those things where he hasn't played all season long, and that is going to be a very, very tough thing. We talked about it when we were. Uh, I feel like it, it's kind of similar to that. Uh, the players who opted out this past season for college football. Okay, like they, they had a whole season off, and now they're going to be coming into the next level and having to 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 kind of jump right into it but like i think i think aaron did say this on the show they're still working out they're still getting better they're still skating they're still trying they're still working hard at their craft nikita kucherov has been doing that he's obviously not been taking contact which is a major major thing and it's going to you're going to see an adjustment period from nikita kucherov there's going to be maybe two three maybe five or six games it could go the whole first round series and if they make it past florida you could see it all through that series where Nikita Kucherov just doesn't seem like himself, but then the patience is going to have to come in for lightning fans where it's like, okay, let's, let's pump the brakes on this. He hasn't played all year long. Give him, give him some slack. I think that's a, I think that's a big part of the reason why they're making sure he's there for game one. Cause I mean, this, this, this series with the Florida Panthers all year has been just heavy, you know, Panthers took it five, two to one, five, two and one, but you think about it now, they just lost both their games of a score deficit nine to one to the Florida Panthers in the last two games of the season. So, and we talked about how having eight games versus one team this season is going to mean so much. Well, think about this. If this series goes seven games, that's nine straight games with the Florida Panthers that the Tampa Bay Lightning has had to play. And they, I, I think they would have rushed Kucherov back if they didn't play the Panthers in the last two games because now they're feeling comfortable. You know, two back-to-back wins, and now you're going to the playoffs on a team you feel you've got the better of but yet they're having Kucherov and you're having Stamkos back. That's going to change a lot of things. And the last thing I'll say about Kucherov, who hasn't played all season, the time, like you, you, you alluded to him being an elite style player, him coming back. The only thing I worry about is he, he kind of facilitates the offense at times. Uh, you know, he's a gifted passer, gets to the slot as much as he can. That might take a little bit to get to, but if it's working by the end of game two and the start of game three, I like the lightning's chances. I, I would be worried. I, I I get what you're saying. I would be worried less about the skill set and his ability to run a team. I would be worried about the physicality. And, and I think that's why football He's and grimy, hockey. Are, though. But I, I just, 
I think football and hockey are different than a ba- basketball and a baseball because of that physicality. And if, if you haven't taken a hit all year and then you have to go now, you're in a seven game series against a really good team and you're taking hits, that physicality, you're just not used to it. I don't care how much you train. You're not, you're you, not, your body's not used to that. Um, I would be worried about he, that aspect. You don't think he's been chomping at the bit and he might be the guy that comes down and starts putting in the physicality. I'm not saying he can't do it. I would be worried about how the body reacts to that physicality. That's it. I'm not saying that he automatically going to get hurt, but if I wouldn't be, I'd be less worried about his ability to adjust to the in game, you know, situations versus the actual physicality of the game. I think that would be my biggest concern, especially in the playoffs. Like, I mean, I can only imagine what hockey playoffs are like, but I'm going to imagine they seem more physical than the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like your body you've played this game for so long your body is or is 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 kind of automatically used to it, but you kind of alluded to it earlier, AJ, with the Panthers Lightning series. It's going to be a dogfight between this these two teams. This this is yeah. one of those series, and we'll kind of talk about it in a little bit with predictions and and things like that. This is a series could easily go seven games because of just how tough the Tampa, the Florida Panthers are. It's a similar situation to the Columbus Blue Jackets when they played Tampa. Great coaching for Florida and Joel Quinville, former Chicago Blackhawks. There you go, Beth. Uh, he's gonna he's going to take Tampa and push them to their limits. And it's going to be another series where you're going to have to see John Cooper make adjustments. And uh, this is the game changer. And Spoiler alert, the X factor for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Andre Vasilevsky once again, because he is the best goalie in the National Hockey League, period. It is not even close. Not Not even even close? close. No, no. But but I do want to bring something up, and I I apologize for not uh, bringing it up yesterday on the show. The Tampa Bay Lightning actually made history this past week. They had the first all-black hockey line. Not only the first all-black hockey line, but the first all-black all black starting line. Wait, there's that many black people in hockey? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> that's that, that. But that's the thing. It's like it's one of those things that 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 deserves to be mentioned. Between Matthew, yeah. it was Matthew Joseph, Daniel Walcott, and 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 uh, uh, Jamel Smith. That AJ, is one of those. AJ, it's one of those things. AJ, we're taking over. Hey, just like Tiger did. Just, uh, <laughs> just like Serena. No, I'm like, I'm like hey, hey, no, that's good to see though. That that is that is actually good to see because um as a black man, I could have never well, first of all, I couldn't ice skate. So <laughs> I could never do it, but to to see to see somebody else do it, uh hopefully that gains more traction as far as getting others interested in the sport. Um, and that's always a that's always a positive thing. So and, and I like what Cooper said. He's like, you know, this is something that needs to be talked about now, but hopefully in the future, this will be nothing to be talked about yeah. because you'll see it all over the league. And, yeah. and, and I like that aspect. I like that idea. Yeah. And, and not, not even bringing up the fact that this series will feature those three players along with Anthony Duclair, who plays for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. He I mean, has, it's, he had a lot to say about it too. It, it, oh, it really man. is great to see. It's, it's yeah. a special time in sports, Florida. a special time in hockey. It's great, but it is now time, ladies and gentlemen, for the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! 
What up, world? It's your boy, AJ Johnson, and the Rough Cut is now a proud sponsor of Yeti. The RC is hot, and Yeti is the only thing that could cool us down with that brand new merch. And now introducing the new King Crab Orange colorway. Inspired by the crustaceans that inhabit the northwestern coastline and honors the men and women who risk their lives pulling the crabs to the surface. Plus, the bright orange color is perfect for summer beach trips, tropical backyard decor, and gift giving for the upcoming tailgate season. So head to our social media page, click the link, and get yours now. Yeti, built for the wild. Crustaceans. And I can't not hear it now. It's the worst. Crustaceans. <laughs> hey, we're gonna get some crustaceans next week, though. For sure. I was just, I swear to God, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> but I can't wait till we figure out where we're going to get some crustaceans in O-Town. Hey, I, I am going to be a straight tourist. I'm coming with a backpack. You guys, I'm just gonna be like little kid. You guys are just gonna take me wherever the good spots are. Be- uh, Beth's gonna want me to take you to an Iceman game while you're down here. That's what's gonna end up happening. What's good? It's whatever. It's whatever. Take it to a hockey game. I don't know if they're playing next Friday here, but so hey, a little fun fact. I actually was on. uh, They have a team out here in in California, and we went with my son's (laughs) travel ball baseball team, and we got to go down on the ice. And I actually was on the ice, and I was in some challenge, and I don't even remember how it turned out, but I think I missed. <laughs> so I got to go on the right. ice. Of course, my my you know the 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 black guy in me had like on Air Force Ones and jeans, and I was out there. <laughs> I was out there trying to swing this stick and hit this puck into the into some little little itty bitty hole. Like the goal yeah. had this block on it, and I had to yeah. make it in or something. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, I believe I missed. But I was out there, and I was ready to. Hey, I was like, give me some skates. Let's do this. I'm an athlete. Look at you, multi-sport athlete here. This guy That's over here, he's just he's taking over the game. He really is. Not just here on the show, but he's really what changing the game elsewhere, man. He, this guy's everywhere. This guy's fantastic. <laughs> this is why he's my best friend. All around, great guy, Aaron Mukes. That's what that's what'll go into the next title here. But it's time to get into this playoff talk. You already got my wife talking about fanny packs, though, about tourism. And ah, this is it's not okay. This is not <laughs> it, oh. it's a satchel. <laughs> hey, there's skills hey. in there. <laughs> oh, the worst. The worst. Hey. Let's get this playoff talk. And since we are kind of talking about the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, why don't we get into their matchup first here and talk about the Discover Central playoffs? We'll start off with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers, two versus three. Now, AJ, I have to ask you a question before we even get rolling here. You brought this up before how Tampa, you were ashamed that Tampa lost out on that second seed and now are the third seed. Can you kind of elaborate on that and, and tell the listeners what was kind of going through your head when you say that? Yeah, man. I mean, like to me, there was no benefit. Like I understand what you were saying, how, you know, they're, they're sandbagging everybody, you know, they're, they're getting everybody to feel comfortable and then they're going to come back with Kucherov and Stamkos and be the team that we expected them to be from the beginning. Well, I mean, I've heard that storyline for different teams all over different sports, and it doesn't seem to work out in the best for everybody. I mean, like we said, we probably talked about basketball tonight too. Look at the Lakers. They thought they'd have LeBron back. They thought they'd have AD back, and they still can't stay healthy. They're looking towards the play-in tournament, and if you think they're shooing for the finals, I would say think again. So right now you got a team in Florida who's riding high from having a season that – and I told you I'd bring this up until the season was over. You said they were going to fall off and drop down, and 
yep. where they are right now in the second overall seed. And they have that home court advantage. Now, you said it's still going to feel like a home, home game for Tampa. Advantage. Home ice advantage. Home ice. I'll get, right. I'll get you there. I got court? you there, Vinny. I got that's you back. Court? <laughs> you yeah, did. My fault. My fault. <laughs> uh, they, they have home ice advantage. <laughs> you said it was going to feel like a home game for them either way. Yep. I mean, like, it's. I was hoping it was Sun City, Florida. It's Sunrise, Florida. That's still a four-hour drive from Tampa. Now, so, granted, I know people will go for their teams. Four hours ain't nothing. Don't get me wrong, but. You know, yeah. I'd still rather have it right here in Tampa at Amelie Arena for sure. There's there's two things with the Florida Panthers that I can let you guys know about. They are like the Jacksonville Jaguars of football. They are no, of they're not. They're actually in the playoffs. Well, the, it's like the 2007. <laughs> well, it's like one of those things where, like, no one really shows up to the Panther games. Maybe for the playoffs, it'll be different. And I, and I love the Florida. The Florida Panthers are my second team. Like, if I had to choose a, t- a second team to root for other than the New York Rangers, whether they're in the playoffs or not, it's the Florida Panthers. I was born down there, hometown team. Love it. But the Panthers have a hard time getting a- attendance, getting fans into the building. And I have a feeling that Tampa is going to take over the BB&T center where the Panthers play when they have those away games. So I don't, obviously it's a, it's a very big deal to have that home ice advantage, but in this case, I, I don't think it's, it plays too much into it because the fact that it's just, it's a short drive and the fans are going to be there. And I mean, it, it, I don't think it plays too much into it. How, oh, how do you see, how do you, the, how do you see the goal, the goaltending matchup here? Because I know you mentioned Andre Vasilevsky's the, Hands down, by far the best goal goaltender. But I, Florida's goaltender is not like no walk in the park, right? I mean, he's, he's a very he, expensive, I, not a walk in the park. <laughs> oh, oh, so are we taking are we taking that now into effect? To no, the playoffs because no, of what he makes. I'm, I'm not, but he has struggled this season. He has struggled. He's had his ups and downs this season. He's been playing lights. the The Florida Panthers have are are just have a ton of, of goaltender goaltending talent on their team between Bobrovsky Dreiser's probably going to go to Seattle in the draft. And then they have Spencer Knight as well. I mean, they're loaded with goaltending talent, but then you have, but you have Sergei Bobrovsky. He has to be your number one. And when Sergei Bobrovsky played for Columbus, he wasn't that good. He was, he was, he was fine, but he in the playoffs, you have to have your goaltender steal you a game. That's kind of how it works in the playoffs. You have to have your goaltender steal you a, a few games to get to the Stanley Cup. And the big question is, is Sergei Bobrovsky going to be able to steal the, a game for the Florida Panthers? I really have a hard time believing that when you look at Tampa Bay's lineup up and down the line, they have goal scorers in every single spot on their lineup. So you think Even that's the, who they go, you think you think that's who they, they lean on and go with? I think they do. And I think honestly, you could see a short leash with them and you could see a game. We could might, we might come back to this. You could see maybe like a game three, the first game in Tampa, you could see Tampa blow out the Florida Panthers to where Sergei Bobrovsky gets pulled. And then there's a goaltending controversy heading into game four, whether they don't know if they're going to start Dreiser or whether they're going to start Bobrovsky. And that could play into the confidence of, of, of Sergei Bobrovsky where it's like, man, I'm on a short leash. I could, I could crack under pressure here. And, and I feel like that is a big time negative, but God, if you're the Tampa Bay lightning, you need to pray. You need to get on your hands and knees and pray. That's, that Andre Vasilevsky does not get hurt. So the uh, no, no. so so your point that the depth 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like that, you're just you're just throwing that bad juju vibe but, out there because obviously the need- depth of Tampa Bay at, at that spot is going to be an issue if that happens. Because yeah, you know, so every time Madlani's been between the pipes, it, it's a scary thought. Like he, he <laughs> I've watched him give away games that sh- should never have happened. Like you, you watch your defensive lines playing tight and blocking shots and getting in gritty for you, but you're not there to back them up when they do make that small mistake. Vasilevsky doesn't do that. He, he's he's solid between there. If McLean is between the pipes, we sit at the bar watching the TV, freaking out the whole time, the whole time. I don't I don't 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 say things like that. We're good. We really don't need that type of hate. I know you don't like the lightning, but we don't need that type of hate around here. I, I, I still give credit to the Tampa Bay Lightning, though, because they are a very good team. And I just looked at their lineups and holy shit, I forgot that they acquired David Savard at the trade deadline and their defensive pairings with Victor Hedman, Ryan, Victor Hedman um, anchoring the first line, Ryan McDonough anchoring the second line and Mikhail Sergachev anchoring the third line. And your third defensive pairing unit of Sergachev and Savard it's not fair. So if, if 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 by some odd chance Vasilevsky goes down, you could rely on that defense <laughs> to hopefully get you through. Still but throwing it out there. You still need to be. You, you need to pray. You really need to pray. And honestly, you look at. I made a few of these here, and there 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 are only two teams that I really threw out the goaltending in, and Tampa had to be one of them because of what Andre Vasilevsky has done for this team. And also with the stats that I want to kind of throw out here is the Tampa Bay Lightning are quite possibly the most balanced team heading into the playoffs here. I I really tried to make it to to pick one or the other when it comes to goals per game or goals against per game and kind of where they listed at. Tampa was one of the few teams that listed in the top 10 for goals for per game and top 10 for goals per goals against per game. And that goals against per game has a lot to do with Andre Vasilevsky being the best goaltender in the league. And, Here's some here's some hope for you. If I'm the Tampa Bay Lightning, I'm feeling damn comfortable that Andre Vasilevsky's backing me up because the difference. Is, this is this is a Ranger thing because I'm not going to be able to talk about him forever until next season. <laughs> until next year. The Rangers' problem year after year was the fact that they could not get support for their great goaltending. Tampa has it all for their great uh, goaltending. I did notice while you were talking that I was pulling a Vinny and just being extra worried about my team, even though it's like when you're like worried about Alabama playing in the national, I'm like, dude, shut the hell up. Like, I, I feel, I, I felt that a little bit. I'm not as confident as Alabama playing in the national, but I, I'm, I'm more confident than I'm making it sound. I'm just, I want to, I, I want to test your knowledge here, AJ, before we move on to the next matchup, I want to test your knowledge with the Florida Panthers. Do you, mm-hmm. what do you know of the Florida Panthers heading into this playoff series. I love, I love the Panthers. I think coach Q has a great lineup on their hands. Huberto is, is, is the guy, but I, what do you, what are your thoughts on the Panthers? Well, I know uh, Barkov has been that guy day yep. in, day out. Uh, I know they are really enjoying the uh, addition of Sam Bennett. You know, he's only played 10 games for the, for the Panthers, but he put up 15 points in it. He does a lot uh, for that squad. And I know Sergei Bobrovsky is a pretty, pretty good goalie. Uh, other than that, I, I don't remember if Aaron Eckleg got hurt. I feel like he, he did. did. Okay. I thought that, I thought that was the case, but I, I mean, I know, I know that they like to play at a, or at a certain pace and then they like to stop the pace of the other, of the other squad. But that's, I mean, that's what you do. You know, you, you make them play to your pacing and, and they, and they're pretty good at it. However, 
you made me feel really good about the uh, three and four defensive lines that Tampa Bay could be spouting out. So I, I, I know I'm not walking in there in the first. I don't think it's going to be Columbus Blue Jackets from two years ago, uh, but I, I'm not I'm not sleeping on the Panthers by any means. You know, I, I thought they had a good chance to be good all season long. So they're they're one of those teams man and i just don't think they had and we'll kind of we'll do some i guess we'll do some predictions here that that'll well, be i was gonna ready to ask you like who are you i take tampa in seven i take tampa in oh, i no. take tampa in six yeah I tampa in six. i'll go tampa in I, seven just to be different for me i, I think tampa is, is <laughs> I, no i was going tampa in seven okay i was actually going tampa I'm, look i'm always gonna lean on the side of the goal key goal tender <laughs> i keep saying goalkeeper you can you goal can tender. It, just say the tendy that we, we in hot no in hockey, i'll say goaltender like... the I, i'm gonna always take go like lean towards the goaltender that is if there's a big advantage and that's and it's that spot i'm usually gonna lean towards that um but you talked about well-balanced teams and i mean looking from from the research i've done on florida is that they're not they're not a team that's not well balanced either they're pretty well balanced um, yeah. But if you have question marks as far as Bobrovsky and being able to stop that Tampa lineup, um, yeah, I you. definitely think it's going to be a, a longer uh, series compared to maybe what some of the others. Beth, I forgive you, Beth. You haven't been on the show in a while. You, you, you were forgetting the love you had for her. <laughs> I understand how I get it. Wow. This, this comment, though, from Thomas, this, this is the best. <laughs> hey. This is the best. This is the best. Aaron just got a mic and learned hey. hockey. Rough cut just got legit. Hey, Tommy, you you know how we do, Tom. Tom, he's a, is he a Pens fan? Legit. Um, he's a. I don't know. You know, I don't know his hockey team. Um, but I think so. He's a Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, guy. Yeah, he's all. You know, he's also uh He's just. He's he's special. Let's just. Tom 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 <laughs> is uh He's a, he's a good. Do you have go Pens? There it is. He, he he loves the Penguins. Okay. There it is. There it is. I think and, and the biggest thing, too, along with that goaltending, though, is that you talked about how the Panthers are kind of a well-balanced team. They are, but they're not uh, they're not. A, they're you well worry about them not being as, special at anything. Yeah, they're not as they're just they're, they're just good. They're a good coach, yeah. good team that plays a good game. But Tampa just does everything better. So 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 in basketball, we would equate that to a team that's well-balanced, good playoff team, but then they usually get beat by a team with stars because stars Correct. usually stand out in those, in those situations. Correct. You? Correct. Tampa so there, lot, there are a lot of stars on Tampa. Uh, it, 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 it really, I mean, I talked about how they snake their way into the fact that they're going to have Kucherov and Stamkos back for this, but it, it really, you have to bring up the rest of their team. That's very good. Braden point. I have bought into Braden Point. Anthony Sorelli. Yeah. You know, I love to gamble so much. Um, right now, I believe Florida's 22 to one to win the to win the cup and Tampa Bay's 15 to two. So Tampa yeah. is, uh, you know, even though they're the C below they're they're favored to to win that series. I think I think Tampa comes out of I think Tampa ends up in the Stanley Cup finals. Again. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's Tampa versus uh, Vegas. But I do, I do want to I do want to bring up Boston. Boston will be another team we touch on in just a second. But I think they they've got a good squad as well. Uh, to finish out the Central, though, the Carolina Hurricanes against the Nashville Predators. This one, I I don't think I, I want to spend too much time on, just because you. <laughs> the Nashville Predators are one of those teams. And like I said before, you look at you look at their stats that I have listed under here, and the, the Predators. I, I try to really put in the goals per game and the goals against and which one was better. 
And I was looking at all the playoff matchups, and I'm like, man, all these teams are good in, in this in these areas. Really, top ten, top fifteen, roughly in that area. They're not. The Predators are not. They're not a They're team not. that belongs in the play. I don't want to. I don't want to be that nope, aggressive. No, you said it. No, no you said right. it right. They right. they do not belong in the playoffs, and this is probably going to be a short series, and we all know it. So we can just say it. This is going to be, and I'll remind you guys of when the Carolina Hurricanes swept the New York Rangers in the in the play in rounds of the playoffs last year. They swept them because the Rangers did not belong in that in that. And the you know, we talk about all the time, good coaching, good teams take care of the teams that don't belong. And Rod Brindamore coaching the Carolina Hurricanes is going to be able to take care of the Nashville Predators because they just don't belong. I see a sweep here just to just to throw that out there. Another quick question. Do you think the stars, if they had made it through and didn't have all that crap go on in their in their uh, season, they would have been in better fit here? Yes, I do think the stars would have been better. I think the stars just have a better team. Uh, the Nashville, uh, aside from all of the, the nonsense that happened with the stars this season with the COVID and, and really getting thrown mm-hmm. off a lot, Tyler Sagan being injured. If the stars were a fully healthy team and played a, a good flow of team, a, a good flow of games, I think they would have they they would have been a little bit better of a matchup, but I don't want to go out and say that they would have been a completely better matchup because Nashville Nashville's a, they're not bad. They just again don't belong. Going Carolina and, and real is quick. There, though, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. Is there any chance that um, their goal their goaltender Saros steals them a game or two? Yes, okay. I don't know about two. I don't know about two, but I think. I think they could end up stealing a game, maybe. Smashville gets rocking in, in for their in, the, in their home barn, so if they're able to be able to pack that up as much as possible, they could uh, they could make do some damage here. Also, shout out William watching on YouTube. Love watching, love seeing the YouTube uh, the crowd coming Hunk in for right the tubes here. Shout out William, Lightning and Six. He's got the right idea. Right we there. all said six or seven here for the Lightning here, but Carolina in four. Watch out for Carolina's goaltending, though. They it's it's a little shaky. That's why I kind of stray away from Carolina going too too far in this year in the uh, in the playoffs. But their their goaltending is is a big question. And Sebastian Ajo has been lights out, amazing. Hey, can yeah. you can you clarify the reseeding? Like when that happens? Do you know? Like when? So so after the first round, after the first round, everyone gets uh, everyone gets. Uh, bundled up or jump jumped up here and you they reseed by like by standings they, they every team in the playoffs that's remaining or every team is remaining still- in the playoffs yes wow okay yeah. so it's not but, the west east thing or anything like that i don't think so let me i, I, I was saying I, I thought i saw something that said the first two rounds because because you know because if you have to come out of there and then they reseed what? you okay so it ends up coming out of the first after the the divisions play each other. So the East will play the East, and then the winners in the East will play each other again. Like so, yeah, it'll go. It'll stop after that. Okay. Or, okay. It'll, so it'll there's itself with the four with the four best teams. Okay. The so there's teams. so the one team's yeah. coming out of each division. Correct. And then, then it's Ooh. being reseeded. Then. Correct. Ooh. Correct. Wow. So you're yeah. gonna have you're gonna have Colorado and Vegas before it even gets. Yeah, I mean, you, there's a chance that happens before it even gets to the, the final. It really sucks. It really sucks. That's one of the biggest things. I'm sure. I feel like it's the same thing in, in all sports. You really get that that one game yeah. where the one series where it's like this is the real finals before it's you too get early to the finals. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that 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 would be that. But also, 
this is a this is a chance where we could see like a uh, Boston and Toronto. Normally, you don't see Boston and Toronto uh, in the conference final in what would be the quote conference finals because they play in the same division and they normally would meet either round one or round two. But because of this setup, we're able to see that potential Toronto Boston, which is a huge rivalry, happen in the conference finals. But I don't think that's gonna. So, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't I don't think that's going to happen because we can go on right. we can go on to that north division and this is the one let where what? What? I say let's do it. Let's, let's do there, it. There you go. There's let's the positivity. Positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's go, man. So we got the oh, Toronto wow. Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens in the first matchup that we're going to take a look at. The number 1 seed versus the number 4 seed. This is kind of similar to Nashville. This is another team that they, they belong, but they don't kind of match belong. up well against the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs are like the Los Angeles Lakers. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. I'm an idiot. The Toronto Maple Leafs are like the Brooklyn Nets. They have all of the stars, but they don't have any defense. And that kind of matters in hockey. They don't have the goaltending either. So it matters a lot here for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But, but not in this so series. so they're good enough to get by certain teams but when it comes down to playing another elite team you got to be able to defend and they're they're they struggle in that uh aspect as far as goaltending correct correct yeah and, and realistically so you'll see the you'll see the leafs play the canadians and you'll see the oilers play the jets and i could see if if edmonton can get past winnipeg and play Toronto, you could easily see an upset there from Edmonton because of the firepower that Edmonton holds and the lack of defense that Toronto doesn't have. Are you guys question here for you guys? Cause this is, this is like, I love, I love getting to the casual side of it here. Are, do you guys pay attention a lot to the to the North Division, like the Canadian teams? Like, what is your? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I was like, I was gonna say this is probably the one division that I I don't really pay attention to. Um, we had talked we had talked a few weeks back on the last the last hockey show um, about some of the teams, and we actually brought up the the firepower of the Edmonton Oilers. So I did start to to pay attention to that because, you know, obviously I wasn't aware of really what they had. Um, so I like them coming out of that, out of that division, to be honest. Um, yeah. But again, I, it's not that I don't know a lot about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I just, I started paying attention to the Edmonton Oilers. So it, why not? It is very easy to pay attention to the Edmonton Oilers because of one oh, Connor McDavid. McDavid. And two Leon Dreisaitl. I mean. And Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But what but Connor, Connor McDavid Mc... is just unreal. What Connor <laughs> McDavid real. did this season is what does incredible. He have like, what does he have? Like over a hundred points? He he got over uh, he got 104 points in 50, what 56 50 games? games? Yeah. 53. I think he played 53 games. games. I think he played 53 games. Yeah. And I I mean what <laughs> 33 it's, goals, like 70 assists or something. It is ridiculous yeah. what Connor McDavid did in this season and he is just so damn good and that is why they could get past the toronto maple leafs if they did meet in the second round of the playoffs but as for toronto and montreal i'd watch that yeah it would be that would that would make you pay attention to the north if if the nhl wants to get people the, the people in the states to watch that the the northern teams 
get your Connor McDavid and the Ed- Edmonton Oilers versus your Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh boy, oh boy. There's the, there, there it is. is. There it there is. There it is. Oh boy. <laughs> he is actually I want to I kind of want to get into this. If you don't, if you guys don't mind. Ooh, oh, that's no. perfect. We, we want you to address the there. fans. You've been feeling this way for a while. Honestly, hey, I do you think I you're putting him with Crosby? I think Sidney Crosby's better than Connor McDavid. I will always say he's better than Connor McDavid. But by the time Connor McDavid is done in the NHL, Connor McDavid will be better than Sidney Crosby. Ooh, because you heard it here because, first. Because you look at and, and I want to make the comparison here between Alexander Ovechkin and Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid is a natural goal scorer. Connor McDavid could do whatever he wants with a puck, and it's going to work out for him. Alexander Ovechkin could do a similar style right there. He could do whatever he wants with the puck, and it's going to go into the back of the net. Ovechkin had a hard time playing defense for the first part of his career, and then really started picking up as he got older. Connor McDavid doesn't really have that problem. Connor McDavid could really pickpocket you just because of how fast he is. He's not as good as Sidney Crosby in all three zones. I will give him that because Sidney Crosby is the GOAT to me. But Connor McDavid has just it. He has he's a superstar. He's so damn I think, I think that's a good I think that's a good way to to say it. It. Sometimes you can't explain. I mean, we can see yeah. the skills, we can see the what he can do, but sometimes it's just it, right? It's just there, like there was always, when you watch somebody. There was always that thing when you looked at uh looked at Sidney Crosby when you looked at uh Alexander Ovechkin. These two guys, you liked that Sidney Crosby plays an all-around great game, but he's not a good as good of a goal scorer as Alexander Ovechkin. Connor McDavid doesn't have that. No one's even close to him in terms of what Connor McDavid can do good, which is skate really fast, take the puck from people and score and just make defenders look absolutely stupid. And then again, also very good. Well, I, I, I do. I, I will love I'm, to. I'm, get that, I'm that guy though. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're really big on Connor McDavid. There's always that guy who's got there. They're LeBron James, and then you go to the other side. You're, I don't know, Zion, like, or you're, or you're Kevin Durant. Like, I'm taking the Kevin Durant while you're on the LeBron James. Like, yo, Nathan McKinnon's different, bro. Like, oh, we, another guy that's you're on Connor McDavid, but that's I another. No, I, 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 I like that, AJ. I like that point because I think a lot of people. I, I'm kind of that way too. Everybody loves LeBron. I want to go the, the kind of the other way. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like okay. it. Yeah, I like. And then what, what, oh. and Connor McDavid's so young too. Like, look at where he is now at the age of twenty-four. Exactly. That that's the that's the other part about it. He's already making, and you see it in these sports, man. When they come along, you ask you ask Connor McDavid who his guy was. He's gonna mention Sidney Crosby. These players are bigger, stronger, and faster, and they are set up to be better than the ones before him. That's just how yeah. it is. Yeah, and, and quicker too, right? I mean, in all sports, yeah. we talk about how you know a lot of people aren't in their prime. Well, at least back in the days, they weren't in their prime until their late twenties, early thirty. Now you're getting these these athletes that come into their prime at their early twenties, yeah. and they have their careers are so much longer, and they can accomplish so much yeah. more. Um, one, they're being forced to play because the money's so big, yeah. right? They don't have time to wait, and um, and two, they're just they're built differently. They have advantages yeah. that the players back then didn't have. So, um, yeah, Connor yeah, McDavid. It's, it's fun to watch special players like that. Connor McDavid entered the league at 18 and he's been yeah. buzzing and he's got, so there's only three other players. There's only two other players that have, uh, that have hit, have hit 400 points four times before the age of 25. And that would be Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby. And now Connor McDavid, 
it is just very good. He's very good at hockey. There's also a kid, shout out, this is real off topic here. There's a kid named Connor Bedard. He plays junior hockey. I've, I've kind of explained that a little bit before uh, with everybody, but he plays junior hockey right now. He's 15 years old. He's about to get drafted. He's, his draft year is in 2023. He's 15 years old, and he's basically – so imagine a 15-year-old being granted the ability to play college football yeah. with Division One college football. That's what Connor Bedard is doing. He's going to be a stud as well, eventually in the league. Montreal, Toronto, though, Montreal just does not have enough firepower to compete with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto in six, because Toronto is going to end up having a hard time with them just because Toronto just does that. That's what I have too. Toronto in six. Have y'all have y'all peeped the chat? <laughs> hey, that's nothing but girls' <laughs> night and sushi plans being made while we're here going in on hockey like all in. Hey, and everybody! Hey, I'll fun. say, everybody is excited about the 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 trip next week where yeah. we are coming to town and the rough cut is going to be all together Live. for the first time in history. And this is what we do. This is also yeah. what we do, though. My wife has never met your – I mean, they've talked, but my wife has never met your wife. My wife – oh, my wife has met Beth before, but your wife hasn't met Beth before. It is what we do at the Rough Cut. We bring everybody together. We're miles and miles and miles apart, <laughs> but we bring them all together. It's what we do at the Rough Cut. Edmonton Oilers, Winnipeg Jets, though – one of those games, one of those series. Winnipeg's very good. Winnipeg's a very good team. They just don't aren't good enough. There's your second best goalie in the league, though, and Connor Hellebuck. Connor plays Hellebuck. for the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, second go. best goalie in the league. He said the name. About, Someone's about to get angry. I know, I know about <laughs> Connor Hellebuck. Do you? <laughs> what? I, I I do. I actually I do some research, Vinny. Um, go ahead. It's. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and claim to, but I knew where you were going with it. Um, he's a really good goal. Goal. I was about to say goalkeeper again. He's a really good goaltender. Um, he. There have been times. There have been times that I've watched him and he wasn't so good, and I wasn't sure. And I'm sorry. I'm reading a comment from my wife. We're not moving to Florida, yeah. although that would be amazing. <laughs> um, but yes, I. I, didn't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't know he was the second best goaltender, but I knew he was. He was very good. They had talked about him being in the top five um, on this podcast I was listening to, so I started paying a little bit more attention to him. And um, yeah, I, I think that um, I still think Edmonton gets him though. I, I'm always going to go. I'm going to go with the high flying team that I've been paying attention to late, lately. And uh, I have Edmonton. Actually, I have him in seven. So yeah, I I think that's another. I think both I didn't know if we were doing predictions, by the way, I just wrote, I no, just that's, wrote down that's on my Cause we're, we're at 55 minutes. I didn't even realize how, how long it, I've got. I this is my fault here. I'm terrible. At no, when I get not, we've all been buzzing on whatever. Anytime we've spoken, we've that's gone. True. A, a decent that, is true. that is true. Uh, so real quick for you then uh, Toronto in five and Edmonton in six. I think Toronto in six and I think Edmonton in seven. Yeah. I have Toronto in six Edmonton in seven as well. Yeah. Hey, and and hey. that seems to be the, the chat buzz as well. Beth also agrees. Hey, mom is in the chat. What's up, hey, mom? mom? What's up, mom? Hey. What's up, mom? What's up, mom? What's up, mom? You're going to have an argument in the uh, final countdown because uh, I knew as soon as you brought up Connor Hellybug, Beth was going to be like, excuse me? Excuse uh, what? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> he, oh, Beth, Beth doesn't like Connor Hellebuck? She, um, from what I recall... She was not too big of a fan with Hellybuck. It was when uh, 
you and you and Dylan went at it, Vinny, over Connor Hellebuck and somebody else. And Corey Crawford. Oh, Corey Crawford. Yeah. Corey Crawford's the worst. Moving on here to that red hot West. Oh boy, the wild, Ooh. wild West. This is the juice part here, boys. This is the hotness because every team in the West, I feel like, mm-hmm. is buzzing. Okay. St. Louis is buzzing. Vegas is buzzing. Colorado, hot. Minnesota, surprisingly yeah. solid. Oh, Minnesota, man. Minnesota's been. I feel like they kind of been sliding. Who? Minnesota? Minnesota? I feel like it. I could be. It could have just been the. Could have just been. Uh, maybe it was just a bad loss they took last night against St. Louis. Or, or, or maybe the fact that they were up three nothing today and now they're down four three. Yeah, <laughs> they right? just gave up. They, yeah. they just Who gave they it play? up. They're playing they, the they Blues. They played back to back with the Blues and like remember I was telling you earlier last night I tried to check in on the West games and every single one of them was a blowout. And yeah. last night the, the Wild got beat four to zero by the Blues. As uh, Aaron just alluded to, they were up 3-0. Now they're down 4-3 with five in the second period left. Part of me wants to go back there and come back to this Colorado game later. I know, because nothing's (laughs) happening in the Colorado game right now. (laughs) The thing is, is with the Wild and the Blues, the Blues are such an experienced team. This is almost... Obviously, there's there's change from what their Stanley Cup winning team was to now, but they still have the key building blocks there from that cup run. You still have Co- uh, Craig Berube, their head coach, who is one of the best in the league. You still have Jordan Bennington, who, I mean, when Bennington is on, Bennington is on. You're not going to get many pucks past him. And the Minnesota Wild are a very young team. That I, That's what I think that's what they're going to end up doing. I don't, and I don't even want to say it's choking when if they lose, if they were to lose in the in the first round. Because they're going to lose to a team that's that's what I'm saying. They're going to lose to either Vegas or Colorado Colorado, here. And it's not going to be choking because it's just they they don't stand a chance. There's a very thick line between one and two and three and four in the West, in my opinion. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Looking like the Blues, you know, playing their hearts out here against the Wild for the last two nights. But it's like we, we look at it and we're like, for what? (laughs) you know because when it all comes down to it most people would believe that the vegas golden knights are going to dispose of the minnesota wild are kind of like the florida panthers when we were talking about that matchup against tampa they're a good team they're a solid team they're kind of on a magical run though that like no one really expects i think the florida panthers are better than the minnesota wild but i think it's kind of a similar run where it's like it's a magical run they're here they have a balanced team but they're just not as good as the top dogs. And I would put St. Louis ahead of them as well, because we don't necessarily know the complete matchups just yet, because obviously tonight, the deciding factor between Colorado and Vegas, who takes the top spot um, awaits us. But I, I do think if I had to pick two teams that come out of this, it's obviously going to be Colorado and Vegas. They're, they're, they're so good. They're, yeah, they're too yeah. good. And, and I don't think I either like series will be a long series. Yeah, I don't think either series will be a long series. I have them both five, five games, maybe, maybe four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might get swept. Um, I, I, I think I if think, I think I if think it's Colorado, I, I think if it's Colorado against the Wild, uh, I think Colorado sweeps them. I, I think there's going to be a sweep there. Yeah, I think St. Louis can carry out that extra game. Just like I, I, yeah, I think I but. think St. Louis could steal two games, and I think that yep. could go to six. I think whoever they play could go to six. I'll, I'll say this. If Colorado plays St. Louis, it'll go to six. If Colorado plays Vegas, well, it'll go to five. 
just because yeah. I think Colorado has Colorado's goaltending is, is, uh, is there, is their concern? I don't want to say it's an issue because, because uh, Philip Grubauer has been good, but Jordan Bennington is the better goalie. I think he's going to be able to win them the games that I told you goaltenders need to win for a team. And I think they push it to six and no more than that, which really could play a big role when Colorado meets Vegas in the second round. That could, that could play a big part into the fact that they're going to be th- – this first seed matters a lot because I don't think you yeah. want to play St. Louis in the first round. I think they're okay I playing Minnesota, but I don't think you want to play St. Louis in the first round. I don't I'm think it matters. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Good, team, hey, good, good, good teams, they don't care who they play they, the first round. Two years, two years away, uh, two years removed from winning the cup? Yep. Yep. How much of their team is new? Uh, not, I don't think they, they have that, that much, that insane amount of turnover from that team. Uh, they still got Ryan O'Reilly, Barbashev still there. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They got, they got, the thing is, is their new players are in key spots. Like, like Tory Krug replacing Alex Petrangelo on the back end, who, Plays for Vegas, Vegas now, Vegas. so <laughs> like <a> boss. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be a wild ride. I think it's gonna be some good. Even though the I know you're saying that like it's going to be quick. I still think there are gonna be some good games put on between these four teams. But eventually, and we're all on the same board here. We're all on the same boat, I should say. With Vegas and Colorado advancing, it'd be wild if it doesn't happen. It'd be wild. Ooh, if it, was that, it, it would be wild it if would, the wild. That, that, would be a thing. that would be a thing. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, the Mass Mutual East Penguins, Islanders, Capitals, Bruins. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that you have to put the Mass Mutual. I was like, did this man put his Rangers in here and try to sneak it in? I had to double I check. I was like, bro. <laughs> I wish, man. But hey, bright futures ahead with the Rangers. David Quinn got fired, but Penguins Islanders, <laughs> this series is going to be, uh, that's oh the only boy, way. Oh boy. Interesting. No, I don't even want to say interesting. Uh, is the right way to describe this series because the Islanders are the most boring wow. team in the NHL because they play just a solid game. It is so it, it's getting boring to say that the Islanders are boring, but that's <laughs> what they are. Well, you say boring. Other people would say fundamentally sound. I love. Um, it's the love San Antonio the Spurs, uh, um, like approach. Like, yeah, it's not always great to watch as far as entertainment value, but there's something that has to be said about just not beating yourself, being fundamentally sound, being disciplined, doing what you do, and it either works or it doesn't at the end of the game. And they're very good defensively. They are. They're they're great defensively. Great coach team. I think the Islanders. Oh. I think they get two. I would. I would give that game. I would give that matchup seven games. Uh, I think it's. The, the I, think, Islanders, I think they get the two Islanders games. I'm gonna say the Islanders beat the Penguins in seven. Oh, I'm. I'm not surprised at that. Like that'll. I, be, I think the Islanders can be pests in this series, man. This is a team that has been there. For so many years in a row where the Islanders are there, where they're just they need they they just they're that one game away, they push every game that they're in the playoffs with update Vinny. What the Kings scored. What's Kings score? one, Avalanche zero. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. What a what a way to, 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 what a way to not 
what a way to to not get the president's trophy and not be the best team in the league if you lose to the Los yeah. Angeles Kings in the final game. Oof, 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 oof. Mm. oof. Yeah. But the Islanders. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> you're good. No, you're good. The Islanders, I think, I think the Islanders beat the Penguins because they're that team that's always been there. They have a lot of talent on their team. Matthew Barzell is fantastic. Barry Trotz is a great coach. Simeon Varlamov has been playing very well lately. I really think that the Islanders just bore the Pittsburgh Penguins to death and win in seven. Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to, to go there. I say the, the paint, the, yeah, I just can't do it. Pittsburgh in six. Oh, did I, do I really have that? Hold on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to, we're, we're going to blame that on a, on a lot that happened pre-show. Oh, there was yeah. a lot that, that's not Vinny's fault the, um, that the graphic has Crosby's name under there. Uh, there was a that lot. Was the first one I did too. Yeah, there was a lot going on pre-show. When, that was yeah, when exactly. that, but yes. that was when that, that was when I made a different graphic at the same time I was making that one. But I digress. Oopsie, that's a minus on my part. But the New York Islanders in seven here. I think this is going to be. I will enjoy the series. Casual hockey fans, you might not enjoy that series, but a series you will enjoy. Also, what are you guys' predictions here? Uh, I, have, I was with I have, you. I have Pittsburgh I in six. And don't say I won't enjoy it. Even as a casual fan, playoffs are different, playoff man. Sports. <laughs> if playoff playoff sports, sports is just different. The level of competition, I love it. The games, I'm not saying the regular season doesn't mean anything. But these games matter. And you can yeah. see it in the players. And um, so I'm, I'm going to be excited whether they're the most boring me, team hockey's ever seen or not. Just, for me, it'll just depend on what other game is playing at the same time. Like if there's, yeah. you know, a much more exciting game, I'm probably going to tune into that or a team I'm more invested in or a team you've been high on or you know, X factor so. here to watch. And this is my first X factor I've dropped. J.G. Pajot, who plays for the New York Islanders, Jean Gabriel Pajot. He is going to be the player to watch, in my opinion, who's going to play a major part in the Islanders beating the Pittsburgh Penguins in seven. Also wanted to throw out there Kyle Palmieri, who was recently acquired by the Islanders from the Devils at the trade deadline, who is going to big play, play a big role. But J.G. Pajot, the X Factor. Caps Bruins time, final game to wrap up here. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. This is going to be... I think this is one of the better series. This is going to be a fight okay this is going to yeah. be true story the, the, yeah there is going to be a lot of there might be some bloodshed in this uh in this in this series here <laughs> over <laughs> or under four fights for tom wilson under because i'm about to i'm about to show you why it'll be under uh, he said under fast um yeah i i, I agree I, I think it's going to be very maybe physical four is a lot Maybe four is the maybe three is the number, and yeah, then that, right? should be, that should be the over under number. I say under, mm-hmm. and I will show you why. Oh, and... Is he done? Is he hurt? <laughs> oh, don't care. About oh, he, is he hurt? Who? Well, so so in Wilson. that Rangers game where no. they literally fought no. like seven times in four minutes. One of the last fights he had, they they sent that man to the locker room. And no, uh, the the, the yeah. caps, the Capitals sent him to the locker room because they didn't want him to get hurt heading into the playoffs. That oh, was oh. a that was a precautionary thing right there. And Dan. Oh, so, so this didn't matter. Oh, he did. No, that wasn't in the Ranger game. That was against uh, the Flyers. He came back though. He oh. came back. Oh. He did. Ooh. He did come back. So that that that, that wasn't. 
that was Leave that wasn't it a, a thing. he's like i'll keep playing <laughs> but here is why tom wilson will not be running amok oh trent, <laughs> trent frederick trent frederick i, I remember Let's go. this right here oh, hey the reason why I pull this up, it was a pretty equal fight, but look right. what Trent, look what Frederick is doing after all this. He's smiling. He's talking shit. He's standing yeah. up to Tom Wilson. Absolutely. He is. Well, yeah, he's not going to be, he's not going to get punked, but that's the, that's the thing. There are not a lot of players in the NHL today that can stand up to Tom Wilson and Trent Frederick is one of those guys who is going to keep Tom Wilson in check. But the thing is, is Tom Wilson's a good player outside of this stuff too. So that's a, yeah. a thing that we're going to have to worry think about. That, you think that's going to make Tom Wilson yes. not want to fight? Because Tom Wilson is yes. just, he, he's comes off as that guy. He just wants to do it. That's what he wants. He wants to be physical. He wants to push your yeah. buttons. I don't uh, see that. Yeah, change. I don't. I don't see that, especially in the playoffs. You think I thought you were going to show me? Like, he... oh, I couldn't fight. Yeah, I thought you were yeah, going to show me. He was about to get a one punch. Yeah, there's a there's a thing. Punch. There's a thing with 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 hockey. It's like okay, let me let me see this. Let me see if this is the video. There there is one video where Trent Frederick just absolutely pumps Tom Wilson. Oh, beating him right or left. Oh my, smart. <laughs> hey, quick hey, jab, 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 jab. Oh, Tom, Tom Wilson ain't worried about none of this, hey, bro. Never mind. Tom, Tom Wilson, Wilson ain't worried about none of this. Tom Wilson's not worried. <laughs> no, no, he is. Tom, okay, so th this is there's the thing here. <laughs> he wants all the smoke. <laughs> the reason why I wanted to bring up Trent Frederick here is because when you're a hockey player, you and, and you're a bruiser like Tom Wilson, you love getting under people's skin, you do that a little bit less if a guy like Trent Frederick is on the ice and can handle that business. Okay. Well, the reason yeah. why Tom Wilson ran a shit show on the New York Rangers is because no one on the New York Rangers could handle Tom Wilson. And Tom Wilson knew that Tom Wilson knows he's a smart That's hockey player Raiders on the Rangers travel yeah. back in time <laughs> to when the Washington Capitals play the Vegas Knights. How dare you doing plays on the ice <laughs> when, when Vegas played Washington and Ryan Reeves, was standing up to Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves put Tom Wilson in his place. And then in the game, the final game, when Washington won the cup, guess who wasn't in the lineup? Ryan Reeves. Guess who did damage? Tom Wilson. Guys well, it's like that old, it's that old beat up a bully, right? Yeah, you got yes. to stand yeah. up to the bully because if you don't, they're just going to keep bullying you. You got to You got to show them that. Look, I ain't afraid. Like we yeah. can go as many times as you want. I'm going to be right here. But see, that's the thing. He has to get punked first. Because if it doesn't happen, there's nothing going to stop him. Like, there's no yeah. need to hold if you feel like you've had the upper hand on this. And, and it's got to it's also got to be something where you go at somebody else on the team and Frederick comes over to handle that problem. You know, yeah. so that so that tells you right there that, look, you ain't just going to run Ripshaw all over everybody and think no one's going to do anything about it. So it, it has to happen like that because if not, I'm a, I'm a believer in being smart about people. it too. Like I'm a believer in being yeah. smart. You go game one, maybe they're maybe we're getting our ass kicked game one, and they're just blowing up. That's when you do it, right? Get ready yeah. for game two. You spark it, light a fighter under them. You know, mm -hmm. you got to be smart about it. You don't want to do it in a situation that's critical or crucial to your team, and then cost yourself a win or something like that. But um, and that's the thing with Tom Wilson. It's going to be a if, good series to watch. If Frederick is getting under Tom Wilson's skin, and Tom Wilson's not able to be on the ice as much as he needs to be. 
then there's your problem because Tom Wilson's a good hockey player and is a key contributor to what the Washington Capitals do offensively as well. And he opens up space for those guys like Nicholas Backstrom, Alexander Ovechkin, TJ Oshie. These are guys who, who benefit from playing with a guy like Tom Wilson. And I have the cap. Oh, I have Boston in seven. Is TJ Oshie got to change this game? He's supposed to be coming back for the playoffs. I'm going with my boy, Brad Marchand. Let's go Boston. Bob, in seven. Oh, that's my favorite player in the league, boys. That's that's, that's is it? Yeah. Yeah, Brad Marsh okay. is my favorite player in the league. Okay. Yep. 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 Give him Boston and seven. Boston and seven. Boston and seven. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm hopping on your genius take right there. Damn. Boston <laughs> and seven. Goaltending oh. is the reason. So let me let me try and convince you here, AJ. Goaltending is why Tuka Tuka is going to be very good for the Boston Bruins and also. I've said it many of times on the show, and I will say it again. The addition of Taylor Hall Taylor is Hall. huge. He, he loves Taylor Hall. Yeah. No, I don't love Taylor Hall. I love the addition. No, I, I just meant like you, you've you mentioned that a number of times. So it, I, it's one even of I knew things, that. It's one of those things, man. I Being around the Boston Bruins for so long, you always hear that one need for the Boston Bruins is getting depth. And Taylor Hall's one guy. People might say he's just one guy. He's not bringing the depth scoring, but it's what Taylor Hall is doing with the players that are playing around him. Guys like David Krejci, Craig Smith, Charlie Coyle's coming back in the lineup. That's going to do wonders for that team. He allows that flexibility on that second line and gives players basically the best op- the best opportunities to score. And I think that is that and goaltending is what's going to push Boston ahead of Washington because Washington's goaltending is kind of shaky. They don't have Henrik Lundqvist. Henrik Lundqvist wasn't there this season. Very sad. Very sad. Uh, But their goaltending is not the best. I mean, you have Craig Anderson, Vidic Vanacek, who is young, Samsonov, who's also young. These is not much faith can be put in these goalies. So, so it wasn't actually about convincing me. I was going to hold off. I didn't want to, you know, us all to be like, yeah, Boston, man, you know, I didn't want to <laughs> do that. But, but, but you're right. Like, as soon as I was looking around and just checking to see a little bit of what's happened in the past, and then right there at the top, Taylor Hall is sitting there. And I remember, you know, we had a lot of conversation about Taylor Hall and what he's capable of. And, and I, and I know all about Tuka Rask. So, uh, yeah, it's, I'm with it. I'm <laughs> this with is a it. big Boston thing here. Has- to consider yeah, as well. We that too. Yeah, yeah, TJ Oshie's dad passing away this season and the Caps playing for TJ Oshie. That's a big thing, man. I I I that that is a that's a thing where teams can rally behind, but I still don't think it's enough. I, I I'm, I'm a belief I think it's harder in a series to do that. Um, and I'm not saying yeah. I, I think it's just different than in like a one game situation where it's like, hey, we're playing. But when you're like now we have to we're playing for this this cause or this, you know, this situation that happened to carry that momentum through an entire series is a little bit different than coming out for one game and being like, we're doing this for our brother or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a little bit different. I mean, it still um, will have an impact. Doesn't change my pick. Yeah, I, I, I'm sticking with Boston and seven. Uh, that's I'm locking that in. That's what's happening. 
lock it up. That's it, though. Wait, That's no, I have first... one question before we wrap up. Before we wrap up, I have one question. Um, we've picked all our winners or who we think is going to yeah. move on. Who is the team with the who is the team that could surprise could come up with a surprise win? I mean, and not so much in these toss up ones like the Boston Washington, but is there a team that if they won, you would, you would be shocked by it, but it's, it's possible. Um, we talked about like even the West, like it's so, there's so much of a gap between the avalanche and the, the Knights and then the wild, like, is, is that a team that could even, or is it the blues? Is it the team like the blues that could, that could come and pull it, make, make an upset and uh, shock the world. Who's that one eight matchup on a normal season? If Minnesota plays Colorado in the first round, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I would not be that surprised if Minnesota upsets Colorado just because Minnesota is such a weird team and Colorado is a team that there's a lot of buzz around. But their goaltending is still a question mark. The team's health is still a question mark as well going forward. So it's like. I could see that happening. The, again, the Islanders beating the Penguins. I don't know if that's that crazy of an upset right there because those two teams are are good. And the Islanders are the fourth seed in that, but realistically, the Islanders just got bumped down to that. They were the third seed. So them and Boston have kind of been going back and forth on that. But I, a four beating a one, Islanders beating the Penguins. I think that is going to end up happening. Uh, but other than that, I think... So the Wild, if the Avalanche pull this game out today and they play the Wild, you, and that would be like your biggest shock, but not like, you know what I mean? That, kind of the biggest upset, I guess. Yeah, it would be. I think that way, if we're looking for upsets, I think that one would be would be a thing. Is is is, is um, uh, da, 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 dude from uh, Colorado, Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon. Is he back? Oh, yeah. Wasn't he? I didn't think, he sit out like the last um, couple games? Hmm. I don't know what the injury was, so I don't know if he was hurt or he is listed as day to day. So he's actually not playing in that game that you're watching. Right. Uh, Undisclosed will not play Wednesday, but will be ready for the playoffs. So this appears to be precautionary, very little to gain in the final two games, of the regular season. So uh, it was a kind of a lower back thing that he's been kind of dealing with, but I don't think it's anything serious and he will be there for the first round. Okay. So I think that's I think that's a, that, that's your rest. That's your that's your load management that that, that right yeah. there. And, and and I think that you get you get a healthy Nathan McKinnon for round one. Oh, boy. Watch out. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Load management. That's smart. Load management. <laughs> Getting ready for the playoffs and you, you got your star who's yeah. a little hurt. Yeah. Sit you behind Man, these players make money. Get out there and play the sports you get paid to play. I get that. But guess what? I want that money to go a long way. I'm not throwing you out there. No, no, don't get, from an org, from an organizational standpoint, I understand yeah. it. I do. Um, from a player standpoint, I'm doing everything to be on the. But that's me. Stop. It's gonna. Look, it, I know it's Florida gonna go seven. I've been saying that all. It's going six. Set, go Tampa Tampa seven. seven. It's going seven. Tampa and seven, but it's gonna be a grind. It's gonna be a grind of a game. Grind of a series. You guys have any questions, concerns, topic? You two, you two. No, man, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna say this, AJ. I'm really proud of you. I thought you did an excellent job talking hockey today. I thought both and, of you did a um, fantastic job. A plus. So effort. I'm just I'm saying, like, we, this is what we do at the Rough Cut. Florida this is what he, we do. Okay, Full disclosure. My brother. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
during the season, I don't know if you remember during the season when I was just making these absurd like predictions that could end up happening during like NBA, NFL, and the NHL, all that kind of stuff. My brother takes it to another level. Okay, my <laughs> brother, the year that the year that Washington won the cup. Montreal didn't make the playoffs, but my brother not only said that Montreal was going to make the playoffs, Montreal was going to win the Stanley Cup. Oh boy, that, that, that didn't happen. He just lo- he drops bombs. He drops bombs and hopes one of them makes Did, do, does yeah. some damage. <laughs> hopes one of them hits. And then this Anthony. this right here is going to be one of those situations where he just drops the bombs and hopes that it, it hits. Hey Anthony, if you if you buddy ever have time on a Thursday night and want to d- defend yourself here. Let us know because uh, I was I was just going to say, I remember the first hockey show we did. We had him on. I felt like he, he had so much knowledge. I learned so much from him. Well, you know, I've come a long way, Anthony, and I can tell you right now that is preposterous. Be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. I'm not happy with you right now. I, You know what? Five-time league champ or whatever. I think I know more hockey than you. <laughs> Ooh, five, five-time league champ. Call him out. Call him out. Uh, so <laughs> this is uh, this is something my brother and I we we beat up bet we Buffalo Wild Wings bet on a lot of things. That this could be one of those one of those situations. I will I will one hundred percent beat up's bet that Florida does not beat <laughs> Tampa in five. Hey, hey, in, hey. He, he's, he's 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 letting us know that. He's letting us know. Yeah, yeah there it is. <laughs> he, knows, he knows it. He knows it. He knows it. He, he, he does. He's good. He knows this. He knows this stuff. Yeah, he knows this yeah. stuff here. But that's, that's it, guys. Good. I appreciate both of you gentlemen just killing it. Killing it in the fun. hockey talk. I got to step my game up for basketball when we talk basketball next week, man. I got to step my game up to make sure that I'm coming out hot with, with the NBA talk because you guys stepped I, up. You guys killed I it. Hope. I honestly hope there's not a lot of NFL news next week. I would I know. love to have a full basketball, full hockey a as playoff much as week. we into these playoffs, man. Like, because this play-in tournament is about to be off. off you know, off, you know, you know there, <laughs> there is one. There is one thing that could solve all of this. There's one thing that could solve all of this, and it's if you fans, you beautiful people watching at home, shared this show and got all of your friends to like and support this show because the more support we have for the show, the more likely we could be doing this five, seven days a week. Okay. We could be doing this every single day. You could be seeing our beautiful faces, hearing our lovely voices every single day talking. You trying to throw that Barry White in there. I did, I did, I did. That did. man made love to the mic just now. He's like, hey, you, come here. <laughs> I did, I did. Come, you gotta, come here, you gotta, girl. You got to get into it, man. You got to get, get into character. Yeah. But if you guys support the yeah. show, we could possibly do more episodes like this daily to where we don't even have to worry about not covering one thing and covering one thing over the other. You guys can make that all possible by just supporting the show. And AJ, where can they support the show at? Well, you know, you can find us on Twitter at roughcut underscore sports, or you can head on over to Facebook at roughcut sports. Oh, what about Instagram, the roughcut sports cast? And we on YouTube, we going live, live. at roughcut sports cast. Hit that like, hit that share. Please subscribe and hit that bell. And when you're done hitting that bell, tell everybody. 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 <laughs> oh, and of course. 
We are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place. To get all <laughs> what kind of voices are these? What? Could what? that be a signed jersey, signed cleat, or signed helmet? They got it over there at HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. Y'all on that T-Pain uh, auto-tune. And, 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 what, what is going on with these voices? Oh, 24. <laughs> <laughs> Let more. me buy you a drink. What was the other one, AJ? What was the other commercial that you, uh, that you I, I, it's Bolt 24. Oh. And, oh, I uh, remember we were just talking about this the other day. Damn. Uh, we'll we'll think about the we'll final countdown. Yeah. You guys have any last words before we close it out for our audio listeners? No, nah, I got to go work. Playoffs. Voices, Let's dude. go. Let's end Let's it. Stop. Let's get into the final countdown. Everyone in the view watching at home, please stick around for the final countdown. This is where we get into all of our conversations with you, the viewers. Okay. Drop your comments, your questions, your concerns, your thoughts, everything in the chat. Give us one second. We'll be right back. For final countdown. Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow for Funny Games Friday. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.